Hey, welcome back to uh, Action Speak Louder Than Words, sublet of the uh, Hunger for Knowledge podcast. Um, today I'm going to talk about the bank in trouble, Deutsche Bank, which is in Europe and German, obviously, is one of the biggest bank in, banks in the world, has $1.3 trillion in assets, 65,000 employees, that their shares went down 10% on Friday. And according to what I've seen, they're not getting any better today. This is Saturday, uh, the 25th of March. Saturday, the 25th of March. Um, and if Deutsche Bank goes down, they are, according to what I can tell, at least 10 times bigger than Credit Suisse. So as you can see that we're slow, the contagion is just slowly going up the flagpole and it's getting bigger and bigger as we go. Um, the one problem with Deutsche Bank is as 47, $47 trillion in derivatives. So that is monstrous. That is uh, a, a very big problem. I mean, if Deutsche Bank goes uh, the European banking system probably will fall. Um, and once that happens, it's pretty much any Western bank. That's a nail in the coffin for, for the Western banks. Uh, we're going to save these banks. Um, I, I don't think there is any saving the banks. I think what you saw this week, you know, uh, was them trying to distract us from the banking failures. Um, some, I mean, I'm going to kind of go over some of the stuff in this video. As far as, you know, if the banks die, we'll all survive. We'll figure out a different way to um, sell things. Or, you know, we got Bitcoin now. You still have gold and silver around. And there'll be a new system. Uh, what that system is, none of us know. But there's a good chance America won't be deciding what that system is, though. So I'm about to make another video in about China and Russia. Check out that video, explain what's happening, what I think is happening on that front. But anyways, so back to what's happening in you know this banking system. Um, I'm going to play you a video now on YouTube that explains what derivatives are. So it's kind of confusing. I don't really I understand it a little bit, but I'm going to play that video now. So. You understand when I say they have $47 trillion in derivatives, you under, have a little understanding that that's a big deal. Let's assume John sells oranges to George, who produces orange juice. A regular sale would involve George simply buying 500 pounds of oranges at the current market price of, say, per pound today. But what if George didn't need those 500 pounds today and instead need the next year? But that's where derivatives come in. We are basically maybe George will commit to buying pounds of oranges a certain year at an agreed upon price of a dollar per pound. So, regardless of what happens to the prices, George promises John he'll buy at today's price of a dollar per pound. If the price of oranges doubles next year, George will be very happy. If it drops by 50%, John will be happier instead. This is just one example. Derivatives can be a lot more complex. George can perhaps pay John $100 for the right 
to choose not to buy the dollar per next year. Maybe they'll work this out through derivatives. These instruments aren't good or bad. They're just tools. You can call them contracts. You can even call them bets. BHR is practically working on a certain outcome. It all depends on how they're used. If used properly, the world more efficient. If used recklessly, however, turn our financial system into a glorified casino, ultimately make it collapse. So the derivatives thing is a big deal. It's, it's a contract between two banks, two companies, whatever. So if they have bad derivatives on their balance sheet, uh, obviously it's a major problem. I mean, you can see, I mean, the, what's happening. So within the last, you know, five months, the Fed has tried to reduce the balance sheet, which you can see by this chart that I'm showing on the screen now. You can see it's going up and then you got going up and then coming down and then boom, right back up. So if you look at this chart closer, you can look it up for yourself. But in the last five months, they've reduced their balance sheet. But in the last two weeks, they've unwound what they did in the last five months, in two weeks. That's all it took, two weeks. So since that Silicon Valley bank collapsed, two weeks, we've undone what we, what we reduced it in five months. Which I also think is kind of fun. If you look at this, and this is since like, I think 2021, March of 2021, this chart. So if you look at this chart, this is basically like uh, COVID. So when COVID, they start printing money like crazy, you can see, right? And probably if we took the stock market and looked at the stock market, it would follow this chart. Same thing with my beloved Bitcoin. Bitcoin, you took the chart and you followed and you put this over Bitcoin, I would guess you would probably see a very similar track in what's happening. So it just goes now, goes to show you that basically this economy survives on printing money. Also, what this shows is inflation. So as that's going up in March, we're dealing with that money. You know, the inflation we're dealing with now is from back then. So this chart shows the inflation. We're paying for the for money printing. And so, okay, fine. Inflation's coming down a little bit, supposedly. Boom, they start printing money, right? Two weeks, they, they've pretty much undone what they did. So what do you think is going to happen to inflation? Because inflation has to do with money printing. So we're in big trouble because if you think they're going to stop printing money, that's not going to happen. They're going to print way more money. They're going to continue to print money. And then it's going to be, you know, we're going to have, we're having bail-ins now. This chart shows how much money the Fed's printing. The taxpayer will end up paying back unless things completely collapse and then we don't have to worry about it. But that's a reflection of, this is what we're going to have to pay back. So we have... 2021, COVID, start printing money, giving away, giving everybody stimming checks and, you know, all that kind of stuff and bailing out things left and right. Don't forget, this is not just a Joe Biden thing. Donald Trump gave four and a half trillion dollars to Wall Street. So when he and approved that and signed that bill, when he's in office, 
he was giving out stimmy checks to money so this is not a left versus right thing this is a they're all on one side thing so you can see this chart we're we're printing printing like crazy printing like crazy He's hit a peak fed says gonna reduce our balance sheet boom five months reducing two weeks okay we're in trouble boom two weeks done what do you think is going to happen project this chart two months out it's going to double this it's absurd and as i was doing research for this video the other crazy thing i found so we're bailing we bailed out silicon valley bank 25 billion dollars so when i was doing research for this video i found it in 2008 when we had a crisis in 2008 Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank is a German bank. Credit Suisse, Swiss Bank, obviously. Barclays, which is a bank. When there was problems in 2008, guess who bailed out foreign banks? Not American banks, foreign banks. Yeah, take a look in the mirror because it's me and you. We gave $354 billion to Deutsche Bank. $252 billion we gave to Credit Suisse. Oh, wait. Credit Suisse collapsed. So I'm sure glad I gave 200, we gave $262 billion to them. That was a waste. Guess who got the most? Almost a trillion dollars. $868 billion we gave to Barclays. Last time I checked, I don't know about you. You, did you check your paycheck? I didn't see any, any uh, payback. I didn't see a, 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 any gratuity or uh, any interest payment on my paycheck. But here we are. Now we bailed out all these banks and they're in trouble. Deutsche Bank in trouble. Chris was Barclays. I guarantee Barclays is just much trouble. You just haven't heard about it yet. Prepare yourself for. Uh, I mean, I'm not leaving any money in the bank. Uh, you know, do what do what you think's appropriate. Take your money out. Leave your money in. Um, but know that the collapse is happening. The reset. Whatever they're gonna do on the other side, which will. I think we'll fail, but I have a good feeling that the digital dollars, what they're going to do on the other side. If you look up now, you can find a lot of information on the Fed Now program, which they implemented and they're testing right now, supposedly in April, I think April 7th or something like that. It's supposed to start. And uh, that's the beginning of the uh, digital currency. So you're, you're going to have a digital wallet and I hope you're prepared for that because it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be just more, it's just going to be complete control, complete control over the financial system, the economy, everything you do. And uh, so you can see this goes back all the way back to 2008. And you just get, I don't feel any better about giving, I don't think I got, my life has improved since I bailed out the banking system in 2008. I don't see any way out of this at this point, but knowing what's happening, understanding what's happening, that's your way out. That's a, the big with this point. Understanding um, the uh, things get worse. You you understand what's going on and, and you can react. You're going to, if you prepare, if you understand and think through this now and understand, at least have a little understanding of what's happening, you're going to be, when it actually does happen, you're going to be more prepared to act appropriately.
because you're already you prepared yourself mentally for this. You know, you knew it. You understood. You didn't understand it, but you knew it was a possibility. So you're not going to overreact in some way. You're going to make better. It's better to make decisions now when you're uh, in good state of mind. Hey, uh, the bank. If the bank system does this, I got to do this. Or I got to start preparing in this way. Buy silver, buy gold, buy Bitcoin, buy tires. For, I don't know. Buy, buy hard assets, buy land. I don't know what the answer is. I know what I'm doing. Uh, and, you know, that's all I can hope for. So once again, uh, listen to the uh, Hunger, for Knowledge, Hunger for Knowledge podcast. Um, we'll just put a new video up. Um, actually, one of the people we had on the on the podcast was uh, Ronell Durant, and uh, he passed away recently. Uh, he was very important in Will's life, um, so you know, take a listen to that. Um, take a listen to Will's new video. Um, go back and listen to Ronell on the uh, podcast. I think it was one of the better ones we did. He was a very insightful guy, uh, very important to his community, um, and very important to Will. Um, so, you know, take a listen. And, uh, see ya. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff.